0: Hi, welcome to Daughter and Dad Podcast, Episode 6, Aliens of All Kinds. I'm Prue. I live in New Mexico. My dad, Ray, lives in Texas. We love talking about all kinds of weird and wonderful topics. We're glad you're along for the ride.
1: Hola, Fru.
0: Hola, Papa.
1: Well, I'm really broadcasting, not from outside, but from inside my garage. But no one wants to see the mess in here. So we'll just make believe I'm outside and enjoying the fresh air. Besides, it's 102 in South Texas today. Who wants the it? uh,
0: Oh, It's only going to be 96 here today, so that's like a cold snap.
1: <laughs> there you go, Prue. <laughs> well, you had an exciting, very exciting past few weeks, and one of which was you went to a UFO conference.
0: I did. I Can't even
1: we're all about it.
0: Set up my background. Check out my UFOs in the background.
1: (laughs) I can check that out right now. I'm looking on my street. Maybe someone is going to come and visit me.
0: Hey, Dad, you never know.
1: (laughs) We are friends to everybody, friends to the universe. Come in peace and we'll receive you.
0: That is right. Even the Vatican came out and said a few years ago, That aliens are children of God, too. The Pope said he'd baptize them if they were ready. (laughs) Well, I went to the biggest UFO conference of the year, and it is held in Palm Desert, California. It's called Contact in the Desert, and they had probably 60 speakers talking about all kinds of different subjects. It went for four days and I was there for the entire thing. Dad, as you know, I have been into this subject for a very long time. A
1: long time.
0: A long time. So it was very exciting to see people whose books I've read over the years and whose research I've followed and who I follow on Twitter and other social media I got to meet folks from all over the world who had similar interests. And that was pretty exciting.
1: Did any talk really stand out to you, really grab your interest?
0: Yeah, I think my favorite talk was by a constitutional lawyer, and his name is Daniel Sheehan. And he used to work for the Jesuits. He was the top lawyer for the Jesuits, and he was in seminary studying to be a priest, which he never did become. And he interfaced with the Vatican on all of these UFO issues. So he talked about religion and kind of ontological shock if disclosure happens, if the president gets out there and says, we are not alone, how are people going to handle it? And it was a very interesting talk. He currently is, as a lawyer, representing several government whistleblowers who are coming forward shortly. To talk about their experiences in the government covering up the UFO phenomenon. So I'm excited to see what happens.
1: Well, I can tell you if the president came out and said we're not alone, I can tell you what the politicians would do. They would what say would they do? How, how can we register them to vote?
0: Dad, that's exactly what they would do. We want the aliens on our side.
1: What's <laughs> no <We're so> alien? <laughs> hey, there's E.T.
0: <laughs> well people are predicting it's going to become a, an actual issue in the 2024 presidential race. We have several senators and representatives out there who are on some of the intelligence committees in their respective houses who are into this issue. Marco Rubio for the Republicans, Senator Gillibrand on the Democratic side, they are both following this closely and are pushing for disclosure. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's definitely a bipartisan issue.
1: Well, you had a fun time, you learned a lot, and you made a lot of connections. That is awesome. I did,
0: I did, it was awesome. How about you, dad, what have you been up to?
1: Well, my friend Tony asked me if I could go have coffee with him today. So I did, because he sounded really discouraged and we went over to Starbucks. And he told me he was addicted to stealing.
0: Oh my he was gosh. He was
1: and he said, Ray, can you help me? And I said, I said, wow. okay. I said, I'm not a psychologist. And he says, no, no, what advice? I said, well, the next time you go to the Apple store, I need an iWatch.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> Dad, what? you totally set me up on that one. I believed every word. <laughs>
1: tell you an experience i had yesterday i'm so excited about my fig tree it is now producing figs and it's now ray against the mockingbirds so far i'm ahead but the mockingbirds showed up today and i think the game i think it's game over but yesterday and early this morning i went out and i picked this four of my figs that i
0: wow look at those figs that's amazing Mm
1: -hmm. you see Let's get one. there. That's wow, They're so sweet, so delicious. Well, I was so excited yesterday because I wanted to send you and your sisters a picture of the figs in my hand. I went outside. I picked it. I came in. I was all set to go to the gym, took the photo, ran out the door, went to the gym and worked out for an hour and a half. Yeah. I came home, and when I entered the house, the first words out of my mouth were bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep bleep bleep, bleep, <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep 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 and there was a string of them. I had left the door to the outside yard open. Oh, my eyes, gosh. Birds,
0: squirrels,
1: yeah. snakes, whatever.
0: Ah, oh, coyotes.
1: Coyotes too. <laughs> a fox, maybe. But there were none of those. But there were flies. <gasps> flies. Ah. Uh. I got my fly sweater up. I had three muffins that I wanted to eat during the day. They're just health muffins that I love to make. But I figured the flies were all over them. So I just broke them in half and I said, I'm going to catch you, flies. I broke them in half and set them on the counter. And I said, land, baby, land. And as they were landing, I was bamming my muffins and bamming my By 8 o'clock last night, I had killed 20. And I think I got them all. So-
0: wow. Dad... Flies in Texas are pretty big, aren't they?
1: They're like bigger sad.
0: than normal flies, I think. You can
1: throw a saddle on them. <laughs> in fact, at the rodeo, they have the fly riding contest. If you can stay on for eight seconds, you may have <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, Dad, you got to practice. You can enter in the rodeo this summer.
1: <laughs> if you think flies are big, what about cockroaches? My God.
0: Oh. They'll attack you. Yeah, the Southwest is known for their bugs. And in fact, our city Albuquerque even has, I kid you not, it's on the city website, a cockroach emergency hotline that you can call if you see cockroaches coming up your bathroom drain. <laughs> They'll not come feeling. out and pour boric acid down into the oh, into the drain system. You can always tell who's called for the cockroaches by where the city trucks are parked. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's have you had cockroaches come up into your house that way?
0: We have never had them come up through the drains that I have noticed. We did have on a couple of occasions a cockroach or two in the house, and then whenever that happens, I get on my hands and knees and go along the entire molding along the floor, and I cock any teeny tiny hole that might be there because they'll sneak in any way they can. That's the only way to keep them out is to be vigilant. They are sneaky varmints.
1: They are.
0: But I have a non-toxic, completely non-toxic way to get rid of cockroaches. If anyone has this problem, I know folks in New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California, Florida may have cockroaches in their neighborhood. All you need to do is go to Home Depot or the grocery store. And in the laundry aisle, they sell borax. It's in a box. It's old-fashioned laundry additive that they've been using for decades. Your grandmothers and great grandmothers use borax in their laundry. And it's just a white, salty crystal that comes from the earth. They just mine it out of the earth and it's completely all natural, won't hurt your pets. It won't hurt any of your plants. And you just sprinkle it, sprinkle it around where you think the cockroaches might be. And what happens is the cockroaches will get it on their legs as they're scurrying through it. They'll go back home to their nest spread it to other cockroaches. And cockroaches are fastidious creatures, believe it or not. They'll lick their legs and they're all the way up. They'll lick their body clean. And when they ingest that borax, it dehydrates them, desiccates them and kills them. So that's one way to get rid of cockroaches. Now, but, Dad, I never thought we'd be covering pesticide tips in our podcast.
1: Well, you never know. <laughs> the question is, in my mind, will it get rid of two-legged cockroaches?
0: You know, I've got a neighbor or two I would like to try it out on. (laughs) Just kidding. I love my neighbors.
1: (laughs) What is the prediction for your honey crop this year?
0: I think it's going to be a bang up year for honey. And here's why. On years when we have more rain than average, the bees produce more honey. And the reason they produce more honey is because the rain produces more flowers for them to visit. And this year we had a wet spring and today is the first day officially of monsoon season. And so in a couple of weeks, we're going to start having daily afternoon rainstorms and they're predicting a huge monsoon season because the weather patterns have changed from, La Nina to El Nino. Now, my typical hive will produce, I would say, two gallons of honey a year.
1: Whoa, that's a lot.
0: It's a lot of honey. You'd be surprised how much is in there. You open it up, each box, each bee box, when you lift it, probably weighs about 60 pounds. So you have to be pretty strong to be a beekeeper. Is raw honey safe to eat? It's very safe to eat. In fact, it has a lot of antioxidant and antiviral and antifungal properties.
1: I love honey on the top of my cereal. Because it it's healthy so in many, addictive. many ways. Really healthy for men too. Has extra benefits for men from what I understand.
0: Yes, it does. It's good for heart health. It is good for prostate health for yeah. men. And it can reduce inflammation. And it actually can help reduce your chance of getting metabolic syndrome or diabetes type 2. How so if I you like use that? honey instead of sugar, it's even though choice. Even
1: though it's sugar-based, it metabolizes differently and your body responds differently to it. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you about Something I was thinking about. Yeah. And even making that statement is kind of weird because I was thinking about where do my thoughts come from? And huh. after, after I have a thought, where does it go? Is there, are there special parts of my brain that are thinking without my permission? And do they lock these thoughts up when they go? So I started, oops, I'm shaking here because I knocked on the table.
0: <laughs> You're excited, Dad.
1: Yeah, it's actually I'm flying now and it's the turbulence I just experienced.
0: (laughs) Hey, with those virtual backgrounds, you could be absolutely anywhere. You might be in Antarctica for all we know. That's what my thought is saying. So I want to hear what you found out.
1: What I found out was no one knows where our thoughts come from. No one knows where they go. And of 7 billion people on this planet, every person has a different set of thoughts that will occur and they only become real when we give them attention.
0: Right. And if
1: we take away our attention from them, they disappear. But what generates the thought, maybe it's the smell, maybe it's a note But it, it just pops up. We can't make the thought happen. It just happens. And so, sometimes people think i feel bad because i'm thinking this you shouldn't feel bad because you're thinking that because it just pops up and you have no control over it but if you don't pay attention to it you do have some control because it then goes down the drain or down the toilet whatever the metaphor (laughs) you want or you zap it if you're into zapping and so our thoughts are spontaneous and they only have power over us influence our behavior or our feelings when we lock into it so if you just want to oftentimes you'll hear people are into meditation and things like that say watch your thoughts go down a river or something like that well that's not giving it the attention but what i read was just disassociate from it and it dies. so you don't have to worry about that thought so that was Yeah, that's what I learned about thoughts. So my thoughts Dad. still talk to me. And I said, maybe I want to let you in. Maybe I don't want to let you in. If you're going to be a nice thought, come on in. If you're going to be a bad thought, keep on going. That's what I think.
0: That is so profound, Dad. I know in my life, I've noticed when I start focusing my attention on negative thoughts, I tend to have a bad day. And I tend to view people I interact with more negatively, in situations more negatively. But when I focus on those happy thoughts, my day's pretty chill.
1: Well, you want to know my dinner tonight?
0: I do want to know your dinner tonight, Dad.
1: Well, I was down to a choice. I said, should I go with hummus? with a vat of roasted broccoli, some roasted potatoes, and roasted mushrooms to dip into my hummus. Or should I should go with grilled salmon, grilled asparagus, and grilled mushrooms. I always like my grilled mushrooms. Yeah. And a healthy side of salad, spinach salad, no less, with onions, and red peppers, and tomatoes and cucumbers and organic blackberries for my dessert.
0: Yum, that sounds fantastic.
1: Maybe um, if I don't have one, I'll have it tomorrow night. So one or the other, but they're both good choices, I think.
0: Dad, those are great choices. Later on for dinner, I am going to make a big salad with a lot of quinoa. I have some tri-colored quinoa, which is a very high protein grain. And a bunch of kale from my garden because my kale is out of control. I have so much kale, it's impossible. I cannot. And people, you know, a lot of people don't eat kale. I don't know why, but so it's hard to give away. So I have to keep eating it. So I'm making a big kale salad with quinoa and tomatoes and cucumbers and olives. I'm putting olives in it, which I love, green olives. And I think we're probably going to have some sardines on top. Big um, s- protein.
1: When Angie went to Portugal last year, they had these big sardines like
0: oh, fruit. I love those.
1: Here we have, we get the small ones, right? Yeah. I had those in a wrap for lunch yesterday with the salsa and tomatoes. It was good.
0: That sounds good, Dad. I like a good wrap.
1: <laughs> you like a good wrap? <laughs> Butt wrap is good it's got sardines in it <laughs> pour, pour a wrap on a wrap. <laughs> well, quinoa, is it a pure protein or do you need something else with it?
0: It is a pure protein. It's one of the few plant foods that actually are. It's one of the super grains. And so it is very healthy and it's delicious too. It has a nutty flavor, low in calories, high in fiber, very tasty.
1: Excellent. Can you actually, could you put that in a wrap? quinoa the yes. valid and everything else
0: you absolutely can talking
1: of a quinoa wrap do you think this is a wrap
0: dad this is technically a wrap
1: <laughs> around a wrap <laughs> well, what we're gonna wrap this wrap what questions do you have for our viewers
0: Have you ever tried quinoa? And if so, what is your favorite quinoa recipe? And if you haven't tried it, would you like to try it?
1: My question is, what healthy meal are you cooking for dinner tonight? And I hope it's a healthy one because I've read we control 80% of what happens to us physically. It's the other 20% we have no control over. But if you eat healthy, you'll be healthy. So what are you having tonight?
0: That's a great question and a great thought to end with.
1: Adios, mi amiga.
0: Adios, papa. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. And check out our website at daughteranddadpodcast.com.